This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. So that's the only scary part. It helps, you know, make my name look a little bit better, try to earn out a step on the scene. And like, I just was like, yeah, this doesn't work. So it's just something that I'll enjoy as I do it. He's a lazy ass video. No. Welcome to Where Is My Mind? A deep dive into Curtis Rich canon now and i am the rich canon curtis rich canon aka fuzz buttons uh clay studios productions furry yoga and of course now possum Ploof, ah, i can't even talk right now it's so late possum floofs if you've been uh checking on my social medias all day today uh but with me as always i have one of my favorite guests like I, I, we always have really great conversations and we actually just did uh, a panel together at Van Expo. We're here to talk about our afterthoughts and just our overall impressions of Van Expo and just uh, just the crazy weekend we had. Uh, please welcome my guest, Gilmy uh, from Gilmy Talks. Gilmy, we just did the biggest uh, convention in all of Canada. Like, like we can't like. I just want to know, first of all, oh, like, yeah, where's... baby, we have done the biggest convention in this fucking country. Yeah, well, we I... are doing this now. <laughs> we are slowly taking over. OIW is going to end up everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, I'm done talking like that because it's hurting my fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we, we did the biggest convention in Canada, and I'm really wanting to know your mindset right now. Um, after doing all that, my... I was beat. I know I was beat after the weekend. Oh, dude, it was just so many people just walking in. Um, it was my first time at Fan Expo ever. Yes. And here's the thing. I, I, I had a blast. I brought James with me, one of my kids, and he spent way too much money. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did great. Um, I... I really enjoyed being there. I had a lot of fun. Um, and, well, you want to announce OIW's next spot coming up? September uh, 18th? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you the go on that because it's going to be yourself there. I'm unfortunately not going to be there. So I right, ought to give you on the floor of that. Hey, it is my hometown con. I'm very excited about it. I will be there. Um, I have confirmed today that our writer, Dan, is going to be joining me there. Also a London boy. He is super excited. Like, I've never seen an adult that excited about something. Like, jumping up and down, down excited and very hyped for it. And I have two more guests coming up. Um, one of them, guys, is going to be my co-host, Tom Morton. Whether he likes it or, likes it or not, no excuses. He's coming. Because I will go to his house and drag him. And his wife has given me permission. So, <laughs> but once again, Tom is still dealing with some uh, personal issues. That's why if he's not there, guys, it's a damn good reason. I know why. And the last spot, I'm working on something really good. And 
people know I don't I don't like to talk about things until they're confirmed. And so you're going to have to wait. You know what? Maybe check out my show and I'll be dropping a couple of hints over the over the next few weeks. I have a really cool guest coming on, uh, interviewing somebody very cool on the 5th. She's actually a body paint artist, which is very, very cool. But back to Fan Expo, because yes. I got, dude, it just started the ball rolling. Like well, it, It's like, for me, it's to work Fan Expo, not only for OIW, but also for myself with like fuzz buttons and everything that I'm doing with Possum Flutes and uh, Furry Yoga. Um, this was a big accomplishment for me. I started uh, Ontario Gumby, or even if you're further back than that, uh, Toronto Gumby. And that's really where I got my my name from was both Anime North and Fan Expo. So um, to be able to strike both those boxes this year uh, with Anime North starting it off, which that was very special to me just because it that like I said, that was my my homecoming. That was where um, where all this craziness started 13 years ago. And Fan Expo was really where it took off. So, um, I've been trying to be a part of the show forever and to be able to be a part of the show, not only for what I'm doing, but also for OIW and to be with you, uh, not only just talking wrestling, but also just talking my fandom of what I do It kind of giving like teaching people, uh, in both senses for both wrestling and furry and cosplay and everything was just, and um, it's so unbelievable. We got someone's first panel ever to be fan expo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great idea on my part. But George Mackay from Straight Talk nailed it. He did fantastic. Well, man, I was so overwhelmed when I did Anthro 101. I was like taking pictures outside just like on the because like, here's the thing, like as much as I love the OIW um, panel and we were in a great room and everything, I just i i have to go on a tangent for like a second where it's just i can't believe they hooked me up with the room that i got hooked up with so i was in i was in 701a which if you're familiar with fan expo and the lore just everything of this convention 701a is one of the big theater rooms so that's where they have the glass panel that says that says hey here's what's coming up uh in this room at this specific time and like They've had WWE stars in there. There's where the Avengers have been in there. The like Justice League has been in there. Like all the big groups have been in there. That's like where the hundred plus people can go there. And they were gracious enough to not only give myself, but Mutsi or Chris uh, and throw on a one. That panel spot was just unbelievable to me. Um, the fact that I got to sit in the same spots as like legends as Brian Danielson and like AJ Styles, CM Punk. Um, that was crazy to me. Like that was a very overwhelming feeling just stepping up on that stage uh, and just doing that. And even just doing it again on Saturday, even though we were in a much smaller room, still oh, yeah. just, just the fact that we, I got, I got to do that twice, <laughs> twice and in one weekend. We were there and if you listen to my podcast, I did already put it up on 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 my uh, my feed. We got another another standing ovation. That's and two it, now. And it was the same. And it was the same for my Thursday one, which yeah. uh, at, at the time of this releasing, 
unless you're listening on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Curtis Rich. I will plug that every time I can. Always. Uh, <laughs> but um, you can hear on the Anthro 101, we also got a standing ovation as well on the Thursday. We had uh, just as many people as we did in the OIW, which that was unbelievable. I love the fact that we had uh, like 30 plus people uh, in both our panels. I think that's oh, yeah. just amazing because we were both talking beforehand and we're like, I'll just be happy if even one person shows up. And so. I love how George, why the hell are all these guys lining up? Uh, George asked for us. Oh. <laughs> oh, he, he, it became real for George real quick. Uh, yep. that, no, but uh, George did a fantastic job, especially you wouldn't have been able to tell that that was his first time doing a convention. And oh, yeah. uh, really, you wouldn't, been, you wouldn't have been able to tell that it was our time, first time doing not only Fan Expo, but a big convention on that. We're used to doing small, small time. So, but we're saying that, and like I said, um, I, I am very familiar with Fan Expo over 13 years uh, going to the convention as Gumby and now this first year not going as Gumby, going as my own original character, which that was really different, but like a good kind of different. But I want to know personally for you, because this was your first Fan Expo, which... I went with a few people that actually had their first time experience and had such a great time uh, throughout the whole thing, even through the ups and downs and everything. So Gilby, I want you to take me through your fan expo experience because um, you've had, you had a lot of ups and downs and everything. And I think you have a great, you have a great story to tell on this because everyone's heard from me for the last couple of years on my experiences on fan expo, especially you can go all the way back to like episode three or four, I think was with my uh, Ontario Gumby origins episode. You can hear all about my fan expo experiences. You guys know about me. What about you, Gilby? I want to know. Well, me and me and James left at about seven seven a.m. But the thing is, I was up at two thirty that morning because I was so so anxious, nervous, excited, um, looking forward to dreading all these things all rolled up into one. And I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna watch Japanese wrestling. <laughs> so I get up, I start watching watching some uh new 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 japan stuff before james gets up at six i do the shower thing eat eat something pack a lunch bag and then we went on a two-hour drive just me and james and it was really really fun um we don't get a lot of time like that together and we got it there and we got it back and Truth be told, that was my favorite part of the the entire day. Not the panel, not the meeting all the cool people I met and hanging out with you guys. No, just hanging out with my kid and just talking about music and talking about things that they're interested in. And you you also parked yeah. so far away from the convention. I remember like like after our panel, mm-hmm. we were just like, Oh, I have some part I have some party favors for you. <laughs> and I, I thought you were gonna be like in a parking lot down the street or something. Cause like I remember Botsy parked near the um Rogers Center in like a hotel because it was like yep. cheap down there. It was like two bucks. And I was like, Oh, that's smart. No, you parked like 15 minutes away like all the way down (laughs) everything was full and they had their parking lot full signs out when when we got there so and i paid seven bucks instead of the 35 so 
I'm I'm okay walking uh, 15, 15 minutes. I find it funny that uh, you say the favorite part of the whole convention was hanging out with your kid. Like, I love that because it's just, um, that's that's a father-son bonding thing. I love my father. I can already spoil episode 50, uh, season finale of my podcast here, Where's My Mind, is going to be my interview with my father. Um, and, like, I, that's something you can't take away, but... At the same time, I also find it funny because after our con, he was showing me his jacket and he was just like, don't tell my dad how much I spent on this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> I was yes. like, oh, I, I won't, but he's going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, and he, he has that jacket hanging up on his wall. <laughs> oh, he so. better take care of it. You oh, yeah. watch it like a hawk because it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I ever see him eating in that coat, <laughs> oh, it's it's on, it's it's on the Donkey Kong, yeah. And then <clears throat> me and George trying to find each other. Oh boy, <laughs> okay. So, before you even talk about this, I had I was just finishing for yoga as this was all happening. And I got a message from Bobby in the middle of my live stream, but I wasn't able to get to it until like literally right after. He's just like, hey, dude, can you call George? He's freaking out at me because he can't get inside the building and he's about to punch someone. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't get back to this to like 30 minutes after I'm like, hey, man, uh, I hope. I hope George didn't assault anyone. Did he, did he manage to get through? He's like, I, I think so. He stopped bugging me. So. Yeah. Because how George got in, he walked down the, he walked past the VIP, which wasn't actually marked at all at that time. So finding the customer service that me and George could get badges for George got in without a badge. <laughs> I because I had George's badge, but here or there, we when I listened to the security who told me where the fan expo exclusives are, and I went to where that guy said in the north building, George was in the south building at the other fan expo exclusives booth. I'm asking people, like, we went to the same food court. One in the North building, one in the South building. I'm at the Metro hot dogs. No, I'm at the Metro hot dogs. And then I asked the Metro hot dogs guy, hey, is there another another Metro hot dogs in, in uh, this convention? He told me, no, this is the only one. So I stayed wandering around trying to find George for about 15 minutes there. And then he comes up and said, oh, yeah, there is another one in the other building. My head almost explodes. My kid's having a fantastic time while I'm going crazy. He's wandering around, checking, checking all the cool stuff out. So once he tells me that I be, I just call George. Hey, I'm on my way to the other side of the building as fast as I can. 45 minutes later, (laughs) when I get to the other side of the building, because it's so crowded. Well, it wasn't just because it was crowded. It's because those little kids just kept breaking the escalators all day. Yeah. That was the main problem about Saturday was it was escalator con because everyone mm-hmm. just kept jumping up and down on the escalators and breaking them. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> Make your 
fat man walk upstairs. If I find you, you made me walk up a lot of stairs that day. But so eventually I find the vendor's room. I enter at the far, far opposite side of George. So now I got to get across the entire vendor's hall to find George. And I'm like, okay, I'm at 600. I'm at 700. I'm at 800. Okay, hang up. I'm not hanging up. I'm going to find you. So, and then I find uh, George and, and, and everything's good. Cause I already knew where the room was and, and actually I do got to say cu- customer service was very helpful when telling me where I eat, where the room was, where everything was, who to talk to. They set me up for success on, on my panel. I, well, I think. And then we find the room. Curtis Kurt, Curtis walks up dressed up as a fuzz, 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 fuzz okay. buttons. Uh, before, before you get that, there's a whole other, a whole other part of the side that, you, that you're skipping because George was freaking out at you about not being able to have a smoke. Yes. So he, he went outside <laughs> to have a smoke. And this is where I come into the picture because I'm stuck in the VIP um, in a VIP lineup and I'm getting like actually like extremely frustrated with staff because they're not telling me what the hell's going on at all. And at this point, um, this is where I run into George and George is like, well, why the hell are you fucking waiting in line? You're just you're like, you just go out. I'm like, I'm like, man, they're letting people that are in attendance go in before the VIP is like the, the programmers, the, the, the exhibitors, like this is, this is horseshit. Like, we should be prioritized. Like, look at this line. Like, I can't do anything about it. I'm stuck in this line until everything, which it was to the point I actually skipped bag check. I, I managed to completely skip bag check because I was just freaking out. I'm like, you guys are going to make me late for my own fucking panel. <laughs> so um, I just remember running into George at that point. So he was already frustrated, but it just looked like the smoke was finally calming him down. But like I was already at like Mach 10 because just trying to get into the goddamn building. Yep. And then the panel before us was running late, which I am not a fan of at all. If you, you guys know me, I'm early for everything. And so we, I think when the door opened, we had all of eight minutes to set up. <laughs> Not even like maybe yeah. like five, three minutes. Like we were pretty like quick on that setup. We're like, oh, thank God there's an internet connection. <laughs> like never logged into my Google slides so goddamn quick. <laughs> but yeah, we had like maybe five, three minutes uh, to s- quickly set up and get everyone into the building because we had a huge, huge lineup. So yeah, um, I remember George was just shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, he did the research and he read the notes and he understood what he was there. Therefore he was to be kind of my banter guy, my back and forth, fourth guy, just so I'm not sitting up there reading information off off of a sheet the entire time so yeah i'm glad at least he knew the notes because i just had bulletin points and i i basically went into that whole thing blind because my weekend was packed so i just tried to make the best of what i could (laughs) really (laughs) just throw it to you guys because i was like oh my god i don't even know what to fucking say here (laughs) 
Besides, yeah, it's like uh, just put random pictures up, and then <laughs> I'll talk about that. Ran- uh, random pictures up, and I'll talk about Bullet Club and things that I actually know about that I can chime in. And the <laughs> Jericho, the Jericho combo, com- combo was really, really good. I, I think. Yeah, I really like the Jericho combo just because we all had different inputs on it. Though I was laughing at the whole time when you were talking about how Jericho has like reinvented himself and been reinvigorated New Japan. Just George is in the corner, just <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> like he's just hard. He's just hardcore. No. <laughs> but yep. I think that's what made what made the panel interesting was we were all three different kind of mindsets. So um, I really like the Q and a section that we had it was just uh, a lot of people brought up some really, really good questions on that. So um, I'm really proud of that panel. I think we, we did an absolute phenomenal job uh, for, especially for our first time at fan expo, like our turnout was greater than we expected, which oh, yeah. that's why I always say shoot low. And then, ex- and then when you have uh, a high turnout then it's it's even sweeter so like i mean we we expected one and we got 30 so uh i don't think there's anything to really complain about uh i was just surprised that my voice was still um active that day because i was basically screaming furryyoga.com uh outside for like 45 minutes <laughs> three <laughs> right before that because just trying to get people we had a lot of eyes on that too but fan expo was just just such an amazing time just like overall uh all around i just think we we all had a great time with going through the dealers room and being fans but also being uh panelists and everything like now we say that for me the worst part about the whole thing was just the organization of it all was just uh the es- like why i call it escalator con because there were so many people that broke goddamn escalators you know how many stairs i had to walk on sunday like let alone <laughs> saturday sunday was the worst because like my uh i couldn't even feel my thighs by the by the end of the day i had to walk up so many damn stairs um on top of doing a whole bunch of stuff for like fuzz cat for fuzz buttons and everything for tiktoks and doing dances and shit um i was super tired by the end of Sunday. And that was just because they literally, people just kept breaking the damn escalators, causing those huge, huge lineups. But I want to know for you, um, if you have to pick one of the worst parts of Fan Expo for yourself, uh, what would you pick and why? Uh, <clears throat> the worst part for me is I felt I didn't have enough time there uh with one day with the because i would have loved to meet kevin 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 smith if i would have actually paid attention to who else was there maybe maybe set up a time because he's one of the reasons i started podcasting. casting so i think next year we need to get not only panels but i think we need to get a booth ourselves and just make a whole damn weekend out of this um, because I'd like to meet some people too and like get our stuff out there and everything. So um, oh, yeah. I really want to make like Fan Expo next year because we are going to be back next year, not only for myself, but also OIW and possibly Safari Yoga. Like we're doing a whole bunch um, next year for Fan Expo and Anime North um, and more to come because it's like we're not stopping here. Like this may have been like to us, like the pinnacle for Canada. 
but now 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 we got to just even push it even further like next it's the states and then it's the like it's the world like it's like so um i gotta know because i can tell you personally for me my next big goal now that i done fan expo and that was the biggest one for canada my next goal is getting to be a part of san diego comic-con and being actually invited out to San Diego Comic Con uh, as Fuzz Buttons and doing Anthro One One and having Furioka there all weekend, but um, I want to know uh, what's your next big goal for conventions because I know Fan Expo for both of us was just such a huge goal, but now we ticked it. We got the biggest show in Canada. There's nothing bigger in Canada now, so where else outside of Canada? Uh, would you say would be your next goal? Because like I said, mine is San Diego Comic-Con. I want to get more shows on the network. And once I'm, once I'm done the, the class, class I, I'm in, what, what was the last day of question? I was saying, so for, because we done Fan Expo. Oh, yeah. And, and we, we, we ticked off the biggest convention in Canada. I was saying for me, my next goal for convention wise would be San Diego Comic Con because now I've done Canada. I want to take one of the biggest conventions in America next, which to me, uh, for what I do, is San Diego Comic Con. So I want to know what's your next convention goal because now we've took Canada and we can't go any any bigger in Canada for as far as conventions go. Like we hit the pinnacle now. Um, what would be your next big convention goal? Like, what would be my, the next one you'd want to do? My my next goal is to have one person from the OIW podcast network at every single con, whether it's on panels, whether it is on booths or 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 anything like that. I think that is probably the next step. Just we need we need to make districts like OIW Ontario, OIW <laughs> OIW British Columbia, OIW California. Like we just need to make like little sectors so wherever everyone is, just create yeah. little sectors and just build little things. Like I think that's a very achievable goal. Um, you're we are like be, being a part of OIW and watching the growth. Like you've grown that network very very fast and in such a small time so um i can very see that being very realistic for me like i said though uh comic-con is now like san diego uh is my next goal probably my secondary goal under that would actually be uh pax pax east which is based in boston and if I wanted to do that, it's funny because around that time when they do that, there's a wrestling promotion out there <laughs> that actually does um, costume like uh, Gojira like uh, <laughs> like style wrestling. So like you can watch Godzilla and uh, Mothra beat the shit out of each other in a professional wrestling ring. And these are real wrestlers um, who have trained many years on how to wrestle in these oversized costumes and it's such an entertaining show that i've always wanted to go see live so <laughs> that'll be two things i would love to do i'd love to like represent oiw over there uh just covering that like maybe i'll make an article or a video or something on it because it's just <laughs> that's just such a ridiculous thing to me and i love i love the absurd and just comedy uh style of wrestling and just what it can bring because you just gotta have fun um just in everything you do professional wrestling conventions work life um that's always my moniker and 
I love that shit. I love I love I love watching a Godzilla that's like this five foot four dude who's like a cruiserweight who beating the shit out of this six foot Mothra who's like twenty two times as bigger as him, but because he's Godzilla, he beats Mothra. So it's just it's funny to me. I think that's like absolutely absurd. And that can only take place in a place like Boston. So like um San Diego Comic-Con and PAX East uh, Boston, which is PAX East is uh, a video game like convention. Uh, they, they show off a lot of new games and there's a lot of arcade. I want to go to like the retro arcade part of it because they have like literally every single arcade cab ever. I don't know if you saw it Fan Expo. They actually had a little arcade room, but they didn't even advertise it. It was just off in the corner in like a random theater room on the bottom floor next to the dealer's room. Like I, I didn't even know this thing existed, but they had everything like WrestleFest, uh, Terminator, like, like the the like all the Street Fighters, Mortal Kombat's, like, uh, writ, like California Speedway, like there, there's so <laughs> many. They had so much there, um, and they didn't even advertise it on the show. And I'm like, well, what the hell? I would have, I would have saved my money, and I would have came here, and I would have played WrestleFest, and I would have attempted to kick your ass, but I don't know if I would have because you grew up on that shit. <laughs> so like, but I would try anyway. But like, uh, I didn't oh, even know I just, about that till it was too late. <laughs> yeah, there were all all those little those little things that that were just kind of cool. Like there was a, I really wanted to do this, but I thought it was goofy take a photo of myself in the dungeons and and dragons cave i thought that was oh that was cool yeah you you know what's funny too is you saw a small scale version of fan expo like half the big booths weren't there like there's all that empty space would usually is filled with vendors and then they're pushed out like there and then there's like huge booths. So like Sony wasn't there. Microsoft wasn't there. GameStop wasn't there. Disney wasn't there. DC, Marvel wasn't there. Like Lego, there's a whole bunch of different booths that are slowly starting to come back um, because of the pandemic. But uh, they still weren't here next year. So I think by next year, um, you're probably going to be able to see the full on fan expo experience. So just put that into perspective that you only got like a like basically a sliver of what Fan Expo is because like even the North Building usually has vendors in it too, so like it's all over the place. So um, just put that into perspective. Next year, like Fan Expo gets even bigger for you. <laughs> that that'll be a little bit crazy. Yeah. So um, hopefully it's a little bit more organized. Because it's definitely with it more packed, it feels a lot more congested. God damn it! Don't oversell tickets. This is what happened with Anime North. <laughs> yep, this is what happens with the cons. They try to make make all the money. But seriously, everyone yep. who came out to Anthro One Hundred and One Furry Yoga or OIW's Wrestling in Japan uh, panels, seriously, thank you. Um, you guys made our weekend. It was great not only answering and fielding all your questions, but actually talking to you afterwards and just see, like, I don't know about yourself, but I actually met fans of like all my stuff that I do, like fuzz buttons and everything. And that was an overwhelming feeling to me as well. So um, seriously, everyone, thank you for just making my weekend, uh, making Gilmy's weekend, making Butsy's weekend. Um, 
that was it was such a great time but we could keep going on and on but eventually we, we got to wrap this up here but oh yeah i want to give quickly a thank you to my sponsor epn which they are so gracious to us over here where's my mind and myself and furry yoga which if you go to ep-nutrition.com and use the promo code c rich in all capitals you could get 10 percent off your order they have great products like we protein and uh in flavors like cookies and cream and cinnamon toast crunch which is a good exclusive for them that one sells out like all the damn time but uh they also have health products and stuff that uh like like uh shakes that you can have for if you're not if you're deficient in vegetables and fruit uh they have wellness stuff they have pre-workout like there's a whole bunch of great stuff but they also have merchandise too and and memberships and anytime you use our code it does give us a kickback and really helps us here i wears my mind myself and furry yoga and everything that i do so do go check them out ep-nutrition.com and use the promo code c rich and also check out everything that i do furry yoga fuzz buttons you can click all the links in the description check out gilmy and gilmy talks because He's such a great show. He's such an awesome person to talk to. Such a great, wonderful human being to work with. And I always enjoy having conversations with him because we don't, we both don't know when to shut the hell up. And that's why I love, and that's <laughs> like, what I love about him. Like <laughs> right, right now. So you guys have a wonderful evening, morning, whenever you are listening to this. And we'll talk, talk to you again soon. And you stay flexible. Life, health, and everything that you do. Thank <laughs> you.